Hello and welcome to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here by myself again. Uh, just going to give you guys like a quick uh, update so that we can make sure we get this going weekly. So to start things off, uh, I'm just going to go with Disneyland. So this past week, uh, Oscar Martinez celebrated 60 years at Disneyland Resort, making him the uh, longest serving um, cast member. So here's from the Disney Parks blog. The ice cream isn't the only original at Carnation Cafe. Oscar Martinez, the longest tenured cast member at the Disneyland Resort, recently celebrated his 60th year working at the resort. The last 50 of them working at the cafe on Main Street, USA. Originally, Oscar worked in Fantasyland quick service locations and over the years trained many new cast members, including grill cooks, from Tokyo Disneyland. After years spent whipping up breakfasts and lunches for guests, Oscar now spends a lot of his time greeting guests at Carnation Cafe, where his breakfast potatoes are featured in a menu item named in his honor. On January 17th, a couple weeks after his December 29th service anniversary, Oscar was presented with an award created just for him at Walt Disney Imagineering. The inspiration was Cinderella, a movie that has never been used to help design a service anniversary award. Uh, if you go to the Parks blog, they actually have a picture of it. It looks pretty cool. It's uh, basically, um, you've got Jack, Gus, um, a couple of the little birds, um, and the female mouse. And they've got like a book that uh, says 60 years of service, uh, and it's got it like uh, in bronze, like uh, Oscar on it. If you've uh, never met Oscar, uh, if you go to Disneyland, like it said in the blog, if you go to the Carnation Cafe, which I know my my wife and I, we uh, enjoy going there at least once a trip, he's usually outside uh, greeting people, so uh, you can go up and say hi. Uh, he's a very friendly guy, so I mean, he's uh, perfect to talk to. So uh, back to uh, a thing we talked about with Max Pass last week. So this is to introduce kind of why they have to do stuff like this because of crowds. So this is January 4th, 2017. Of course, these aren't official numbers because Disney doesn't release them. But at January 4th, which is usually like a kind of light day. I mean, I usually go uh, in January and it's very light. Disneyland Park, they planned for a daily attendance of 56,000. Their actual attendance was sixty-four and a half, uh, or sixty-four thousand five hundred, which is a huge number to go over. And then highest in-park attendance at four p.m. was forty-nine thousand. Disney California Adventures planned daily attendance was thirty-nine thousand, but what they actually were getting was forty-five thousand, with their highest uh, in-park attendance at. Uh, 5 p.m. with 31,500. So the total combined annual pass holders was about a quarter of it, which was 52,000. Um, so that's like a, a thing. So with the like increased prices for annual pass holders and stuff, that's the reasoning why. It's because you're getting like historic crowds in slower times of the year because so many people now can afford to be annual pass holders and are annual pass holders. And of course, Max Pass comes in because 
um, it, it is a money grab, but at the same time, you can't help but be like, you know, because uh, I, I know we talked about it. It's like, you know, one thing now is you can never get Radiator Springs racers, but if uh, you had to pay for that privilege, of course, you would have less people using that uh, privilege. But I still think Max Pass, not a good idea, but we'll, we'll wait and see, right? Um, I also wanted to report on uh, Sunday, this past Sunday, um, Disneyland Park did something they really have never done before. They actually closed four hours early because of uh, the uh, torrential downpour that was going on. Like, I saw stuff on Snapchat and uh, Facebook, like, videos of it, and it was really bad. Like, it was just continuous rain the whole day. Like, there was no way out. Um... I just thought that was, like, an interesting thing, because, like, I've never really heard of, like, uh, them closing for weather before. Uh, well, not here. Of course, Disney World has, uh, for, like, hurricanes, like, that happened to us last year. Uh, we were there in October, and with Hurricane Matthew, they actually were closed the first day we were there, but, you know, we may do. So, moving on to Walt Disney World, they have reintroduced the Disney After Hours event, uh, starting January 20th, so a few days ago. Last year, uh, this is straight from the Disney Parks blog. Last year, Disney After Hours event nights debuted at Magic Kingdom Park and wowed guests with an amazing nighttime theme park experience. The hard ticket offering, which will be offered on select nights in January, February, and March, officially returns to the park for its first event night on Friday, January 20th. Here are the top three reasons guests are loving the hard ticket event. Little to no wait at attractions, Disney After Hours events are limited to a small number of guests, allowing attendees to maximize their time in the park with little to no wait at 25 attractions and experiences like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid, Space Mountain, and many more. 7 p.m. entry into the park. The Disney After Hours ticket allows Entry as early as 7 p.m., which gives attendees time to enjoy the park's Wishes Fireworks Spectacular. Event guests only will be allowed to remain in the park for three hours past the park's scheduled closing time. Snacks are included. Ice cream, novelties, popcorn, and select beverages are also provided as part of your admission. Disney After Hours event nights are currently set for January 20th and 27th, February 2nd, 9th, and 16th, and March 2nd and 9th, 2017. Uh, please note, Disney After Hours does not replace extra magic hours for our resort guests and are instead held on non-extra uh, magic hour dates. Now, I'm a big person. Like, I love extra magic hours. Um, I think it's a great opportunity. I know we've talked about it before. Uh... For this event, like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I would never pay for that. I'm, I'm not going to pay extra money to go into the park uh, for a small a small amount of time. Uh, I mean, the only one I can think of is Mickey's Not So Scary is a great event that I would openly pay money and go to. But, you know, if, it, if it's something like this, I, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to wait for extra magic hours because I stay there anyway. But then again, it is more like an extra magic hours for people who aren't staying in the uh, at the resort. So, you know, and, and 
I'm assuming they must have gotten some good feedback because they're bringing it back. And of course, it reminds me of like I, I always hear about like they used to do a thing. It was like um, coaster night or no e-ticket nights, and that's basically what this is. Is it's e-ticket night? Um, of course, probably for a higher price. Moving on to the international parks, I just wanted to bring up. I know we talked about Iron Man experience. Uh, so that officially opened in Hong Kong Disneyland. And then uh, finally, we're, I'm going to move on into the studio. So uh, Moana, they really, uh, they revealed the, uh, the dates for the digital release is going to be February 21st. And Blu-ray and DVD is going to be March 7th. Uh, I'm super excited. I know, like, I've been gushing over the movie, but loved it. So I'm like excitedly waiting for this um this morning actually they announced the academy awards list so i wanted to jump into that uh so here are the disney um academy awards a couple of them are funny but uh you got a uh, best sound mixing for rogue one a star wars story best visual effects for doctor strange and star war or uh, rogue one a star wars story uh best original song how far i'll go Lin-Manuel Miranda, and Best Animated Feature, Moana, and Zootopia. Um, personally, like, I don't see many of these going Disney's route. Maybe visual effects. Uh, best Original Song, I, I've i said before, I think that it should go to uh, How Far I'll Go, especially if you see the list. Like, they're not songs that I would really think of, but... Um, you know, I know, like, the big thing is La La Land is, like, the one that everyone's in love with. So, they're, basically, they're going to give it to La La Land no matter what. So, you know, it's it's upsetting, but it's, like, you know, whatever. that That's how it's going to be. And then back to Best Animated Feature. They usually pretty much follow suit with whatever uh, is going on with um, the Golden Globes. So, Zootopia looks like it's pretty much going to take this one. And, uh, for the final thing I wanted to bring up, uh, Star Wars, uh, yesterday reveal officially revealed its, uh, title for Episode 8. It's Star Wars Episode 8, um, but it's, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi, which is a great name. Um, I know, like, uh, when I bring Hunter and, uh, George back on, we're definitely gonna have to discuss the name, but... Uh, I'm super excited. I know I've, like, discussed things with people. There's a lot of, like, rumors and stuff. Of course, the biggest one is people are like, The Last Jedi, does this mean that Luke dies in this one? And I'm like, no. Like, obviously, The Last Jedi is Luke Skywalker. Uh, I was just actually discussing that with one of my coworkers because he was like, no, well, Rey is a Jedi, too. And I'm like, just because she has force powers and picked up a lightsaber and fought Kylo Ren doesn't make her a Jedi yet. She still has to be trained, so he is the last Jedi right now. Um, so, you know, I'm just going to throw that out right now. I, I don't think that's what it is. Uh, and then, of course, there's a lot of talk about the uh, lettering because, uh, you know, the usual, like, yellow lettering that they use for Star Wars, they used red, so a lot of people are like, oh, does this mean that it's going to be, um, you know, the dark side is dominant in this one? Of course, um, there were a lot of rumors about that anyway. Like, uh, John Boyega had already said it's a very dark movie. He said, uh, in comparison, it's very much like Empire Strikes Back. It's very dark. Um, you know, it's not really 
the good guys that are winning in it. Um, so like that, that is precedent. Um, I, I would say like with the red lettering, it reminds me of the return of the Jedi cause they use red lettering for that. So I'm just going to assume that means that we're going to have Ewoks in this movie. <laughs> That's stupid. But, um, seriously though, like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of overanalysts going, uh, on for, uh, you know, just the title, but you know, the thing is, is ultimately we, we got the official title. It's uh, The Last Jedi. Um, it's coming out in December. Uh, I know, like, the rumors are already that uh, it's going to come out pretty much the same time as uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. I want to say it's, like, December, yeah, 15th is what they're saying. So, uh, we'll, we'll see, though. Of course, like, this, we're pretty much assuming that because Disney, like, announces their uh, release dates. So, like, you know that that's, like, a date that they're going with. Um, I also wanted to add on, uh, if you don't follow, like, Marvel or anything like that on Instagram, uh, the Russo brothers, they actually posted that they just started filming for, uh, for, um, Avengers Infinity War. Uh, they posted a picture of, like, uh, it was, like, it's seriously, like, 10 plus, uh, trailers, so... You know, just to, like, show you how big this movie really is in scope. Um, I also know Black Panther is supposed to be starting filming, I believe, next week. But, um, I guess that's, uh, gonna do it for me this week. Uh, I wanna thank you guys for listening. Um, sorry, I know this one's just basically audio. There's no real music and stuff. I'm not big on the editing. That's, a uh, that's George's thing. But, uh, I just wanted to give you guys, uh, you know, something... Uh, to post and like I said we're trying to be more weekly so I'm trying to make sure that we keep on top of that but uh, I want to thank you guys for listening Um, if you're not already follow us on Spreaker or subscribe to us on iTunes give us a review uh, hopefully a five-star review I know there's a couple bad ones out there Um, well not really bad but I, I know one of them specifically got on me about my uh, use of the word like so uh, sorry about that um so make sure to follow us you can follow me on social media um i'm gonna be geo disney uh or geo comedy those are my two uh that i use i'm also gonna plug myself a little so i do uh i do stand up like on the side so uh if you go to our my website it's uh geocomedy.com that's also the website that we host the podcast off of and you can actually download it off of there so uh if you i don't know if you're like weird and you don't want to use itunes or spreaker you can actually go onto my website and listen straight from there and download from there um so uh there there's all the things i want to thank you guys again uh thank you dave uh and you know thank you everybody so i guess uh, we'll see you guys next week so see you later Ciao.